This is a Good Time Charlie production. Patissier table for three. We are back up in this thing, ready to talk about the big brunch episode six. This is your homegirl, Nick Jew, with my homeboys. That's Aunt. Hello. Tatum That's T. That's oh, T. That's hey, okay. I am. I, 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 true, true. That is who I am. And man, this episode had me, had me texting fools because I was like, Woo, I was heated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is the one you were talking about. Okay, yes. so I I watched this one and the one after this one. I have saved the finale for when I get home. Yeah. Yeah. This, I was mad too. And I was, I was pretty and I mad. Was, I was upset. Yeah. And then I came to Jesus on a moment. And then I finished and I was more upset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't upset. Um, but when we get to it, we will get to it. I also had a revelation about what bothers me about one of the contestants. Um, which I go into much further depth about in my notes for the episode after this one, but this is when it started to hit me. I was like, oh, this is what it is. <laughs> uh, but but one of you lovely people wrote in to us, so we have a little feedback. Indeed, indeed we do. Uh, uh, something we just, all of us just discovered today, not today per se, but when this occurred, which was last Wednesday, so it was the day after we recorded, that you can, uh, you know, just text message, text Text the show on that same phone number we give you, uh, and it's in the show notes. If you were so inclined as to not, you know, didn't want to make a phone call or stumble over your words, then you can simply just text this lovely little uh, feature that we have on that phone, that phone number. Uh, so this is, I'll just read it to you and we'll just go from there. I'm not going to read your whole last name, my guy, because I don't know if you want all that out there. So hello, my name is Frank H., just texting to say how much I've I've been enjoying the Crimpatissier podcast coverage of the Big Brunch. Oh. I feel you all provide a very refreshing point of view than I normally come across from reviewers of these kinds of shows. <clears throat> also, I thought I could answer some questions you brought up about the show. This is taken from interviews I've heard, as well as a live chat done by some some of the contestants. They didn't know what the challenges were until Dan told them. Each each morning. Mm-hmm. However, they they all did prepare recipes beforehand, trying to anticipate what those challenges might be. Mm-hmm. Many times they would end up tossing the recipe book, pivot, and just make something on the fly. Daniel's fun. first win came that way. Also, it says word, but I wonder if he meant heard. I'm going to go he meant heard, even though it says word right here, is a common response in professional kitchens that they were all familiar with. 
They also they also stated they welcomed Sola's critiques, both positive and negative, since they rarely got legit feedback. Mm-hmm. That's kind of dope. And they all and they said all three judges provided valuable mentoring. A lot of what Dan did for them could not be shown on TV, but Dan was secretly present for every interview and ended up knowing these chefs very well. Mm-hmm. There were six rounds of interviews over four months, including a 30 minute cooking test over Zoom where they had to interact with the interviewers on camera while cooking, just like they would on the show. Thought you all would like would find the info useful. Looking forward to the rest of your reviews. That's dope. Thank you, Frank. I figured it was something like that because I did see Roman flipping through a recipe book a time or two. But that's super mm-hmm. helpful. Thank you so much for that. Oh, yeah. Th- and thanks for thanks for hitting us up. And I hope we uh, continue to provide you the entertainment we are working to- toward. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate the feedback, and that makes me feel like um, that lady who got voted off first um, deserved to get voted off even more first. Because if they, you know, went through all that, um, you know, all that coaching and doing it online, and she was still kind of abrasive, uh, that would have pissed me off too. I'm like, hey, man, I brought you here. We've been talking for months. What's up, baby? I made you. Why would I play you? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the cameras made her nervous. Like the Zoom thing feels still more one on one, but then you have yeah. all these cameras in your face and it's a different situation. I also appreciate that they enjoy Sola's feedback, which further explains why she seems to be the only one giving like negative critique. Cause it's not necessarily negative critique. It, yeah. it comes off to me more as like constructive. Like yes. if I'm the taste expert here, I'm telling you like this, it's good, but we're at this point in the competition where it needs to be better than good. And this is how you would have gotten it there. Yeah. But Basola is a self-admitted hard ass and you can tell she's getting an affinity for the people as the weeks go on, reluctantly gaining a soft spot for folks. I feel like I feel like a good chunk of that is uh, probably her from her uh, some of her bon appetit experience. Mm-hmm. Like she don't want to make friends no more because right. right. <laughs> people you think is your friends be the ones making sure you don't get a raise. The family so. fucked my husband. it's a soul food reference everybody i super i super appreciate that kind of feedback and anybody who has given us feedback because sometimes it feels like just the three of us chit-chatting and it's nice to know when i like repost the show on instagram and somebody dms me like i'm loving these so feel free to send that kind of feedback in so we can share it with everybody else yeah like i said it turns out you can text the number so I'm about to, numbers I'm about to start blowing y'all up on skim, like as I'm <laughs> listening. <laughs> Number is right there in the show notes. As always, you are good to go. Checks it. Yeah, just a, a nice keep it up is nice. Like mm-hmm. uh, you know, thumbs up, anything. Um, For sure, it makes um, it makes everything a little bit easier. So this was episode six, picture perfect brunch. Dan came in a different door to surprise everybody and announced that a special guest was waiting in the dining room. And we saw, before we saw who it was, we saw Danielle losing her shit because it was Dominique Ansel, James Beard winner in 2017, world's best pastry chef and creator of the Cronut, which is now officially on my list of shit to do this weekend in New York City because I had dinner with a friend from home last night and he went and got one and he was like, girl, go stand in the line. So that's what I'll be doing. 
I have a Cronut Connect here locally, and uh, they are fantastic. I realize they're not the James Beard award-winning Soho Jones. Sure. But Cronuts be kind of hitting. So. I mean, separately, they are two things I enjoy very much. So I imagine that the combination of the two would be delicious. The filling gives me pause because I'm not really a filling girl, but Same. I can figure it out. <laughs> Same. It, 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 it's why I don't get them often because sometimes uh buddy up the road uh-huh. here will go with a more jammy feeling. Sometimes he'll go with a more creme pat feeling. And sometimes I'm not in the mood for either of those. I would just right. like the donut with some glaze on that shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so this week's starter is to create their it item, which could be a crossover baked good or a reimagined take on a classic. Uh, so a baking challenge? <laughs> Relatively speaking, right? And I, <laughs> this shit was so frustrating. It was frustrating off the go. I was watching it happen and I was like, this is not what, what they've just been asked to do. And I'm, and I will ask y'all, do you feel like it maybe wasn't explained properly at first? I or, think that it was. <laughs> or were they just trying to show off a company and end up embarrassing people in front of company? I think it was explained properly. I just don't think they understood the assignment. Like Sola said, reimagine a classic or do a crossover. Like very, very simple instructions. They had an hour and a half, which is not a great deal of time. Especially to invent something from whole cloth. You're right. right. Correct. So maybe that was it. Um, Because your first idea maybe not always be your best idea. And there wasn't a lot of room for like workshopping, it was just, okay, I'm gonna do this. And maybe halfway through thinking like, oh, maybe it wasn't this. And they had just come off that fine dining challenge. So maybe everybody was still kind of in that mindset. Mm. It's my humble opinion. So Danielle is making her famous banana bread. Everything she makes is famous. Famous. She might want to consider not throwing that turn of phrase around any longer. The funniest part of this, judging for me, was everybody like kind of, sh- you know, uh, patting themselves on the back when presenting their dish. And uh, mm-hmm. I would have been like, less talking and uh, let them people taste that shit before you start bragging on it. So um, she was very confident going into this challenge, which she should have brought some of that nerve, the nerves that she's brought to some of the previous challenges and not gotten too cocky on this one is, I think, what happened. Bro, she made banana bread. Her famous mm-hmm. banana bread. That shit is infamous. And meanwhile, and- <laughs> the judges are in the fucking dining room bragging on her stuff. <laughs> Talking about her scones. How good they are. What an incredible baker she is. And she back there putting goddamn Nutella in a banana bread. My baby uh. can sing. Y'all just wait. She can say it. Right. Oh right? Hey, 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 I was just about to say that. Like, I'm just like, like, do the Luther Vandross song in front of Clinton. Okay. Of I want to do Bobby Brown. <laughs> uh, our bartender is back. Yes. And yes. They, 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 it was like with lines and everything. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. good, good. <laughs> I, got, with, uh, I go noticed ahead. her absence. I was just saying, I, I yeah. noticed her absence. That's all we say. And for a while, I was like, maybe they thought it wasn't working. Maybe they edited her out. Uh, but I, I appreciated seeing her back this week. Will ordered a pina colada dressed to impress. 
whatever that means. And she was like, fuck it, we ball. <laughs> she yeah. understood the assignment. The assignment. Fully, fully. <laughs> um, and so then they go right back to talking about Danielle, just gassing her up. Had she, had she, had she made her scones, right. it would have been, been lights out. But, okay, go with me here. I sort of am, I fuck with her for not making scones. For sure. It's an, it's an easy layup. She's already done it. Yeah. Do something Twice. else. Twice. Twice, yeah. in fact. Yeah. And it just would have, it would have seemed like she would have, been, would have been on her crutch. You are absolutely correct. She made banana bread, y'all. She made banana bread. So then the drinks come out and they look crazy as hell. It's like a whole fruit salad on top of the pina colada. In a coconut. You know, coconut. In a coconut. Whatever, whatever Dominique ordered, she put his drink in another glass surrounded by ice in a glass. He ordered a, a, a Negroni, not a Spagnato, yes. just a straight up Negroni. It looked, <laughs> and it looked, it, it was presented absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it was it, so pretty. Dope. It was super dope. Um, and so then I made some very shady notes uh, for mm-hmm. the first time about this person this week. Jay making her chili oil again. Her famous chili oil. And Y'all is all too loose with that term. I'm telling you. And, yeah. I don't know your chili oil, baby. <laughs> and dumplings again. Again. Shumai. The exact same dumpling, only this time lobster and what was it? Scrimp? Shrimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Strawberries. And then the most interesting conversation of the week occurred with Sola's confession that she will not eat delivery pizza just fresh out the oven. Fuck with it. I kind of fuck with it too. <laughs> I respect it. I respect yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so then Dan and Dominique are going to do the walk around where they learned that Roman won a vegan tamale competition in 2008. A what? A vegan tamale. Competition? When? In 2018. A who? (laughs) Now, why would there be such a thing, friends? I'm not saying he's lying. It just sounds like a very niche competition. Mm. Like maybe it was a friendly competition petition between him and himself. I don't know. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> it seems suspicious, is all. King of shit mountain. Yeah. What would you say? I say king of shit mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Them tamales look like shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dan- Danielle was fangirling with her idol, which I thought was super cool. Uh, how many times in life will you have the opportunity to like come face to face with the person who has greatly influenced you and get to tell them that, which is super dope. Uh, Antoine making the fatal mistake of making something he has never made before. He said he's made all of the components, but never actually put them together. Um, all right. I, I want you to remember. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like, this whole episode, I won't uh, talk about it until later. I kind of feel like Antoine got cheated this whole episode. Correct. Agreed. Um, it's racist. It is. It was like, 
Uh, only because, only because, okay. So, so uh, Chef Ansel was like, "Yo, his shit was like kind of the best of of the worst." Of the you worst. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then he was like, he literally took the the the, the guidance of that man later, mm-hmm. and like, oh, I, th- I, I I felt what he was saying, and now and and this and this is what I brought forth, and they was like, oh yeah, that's, that's real good, that's hidden. But then later on, we'll get there, right? And I was like, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, that, um, I was so yes. upset by that. Yes. And another thing, which I'll talk about when we get there. Um, So Daniel is making like an egg dish, but he's making the eggs to be more like tofu. And when Dan came back to tell everybody, Sola was like very skeptical because there's like a big opportunity for the eggs to be overcooked and the whole thing to be nasty. And then she said... That's my job here to bring everybody down. And I just fuck with it. Like you if you're gonna be the villain, ride it out. You know, yes. I love that about her. So then our girl Danielle finds herself in a time crunch. And Sola was like the queen, the scone queen of New York is making banana bread. It would have had to have been the greatest banana bread to have ever bananaed and breaded. And even and, then. And even, yeah, even then. To quote Sola, we better not get a no, fucking a slice, slice of banana, banana bread. bread. And bruv. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. It was so real then, bad, y'all. When they only had a few minutes left, because Dan already saw it going this way. He went back to the kitchen and was like, um, you know, just make sure it's eye-catching and something they can't get anywhere else, which would have been excellent feedback to have given them an hour prior. Mm. Yes. I... <laughs> I just don't... I don't understand what they thought they were supposed to be doing. Me neither. I, I don't. It's like none of this, none of this remind you of the goddamn cronut. I can tell you that. Right. That's all they wanted from you. Make the the space age cronut, whatever that is to you, whatever that Mm -hmm. means to you. Not a fucking vegan tamale, bruh. Make that bitch circle and make it a vegan tamale (laughs) donut. Just flip the script a little bit. A (laughs) toenut. Uh, Antoine says in all the places that he's ever worked, he's never put Ethiopian food on a menu, which I understand because it's kind of a niche ethnic food. You can't like just throw an Ethiopian dish on whatever menu. You sort of have to be in an Ethiopian restaurant for that to work. So I I, I very much understand that. Uh, And then they had uh, another fun little conversation. I love the, the judges banter. Sometimes it's like really makes the episode for me. And Dan was talking about like, you know, having a spectacular piece of Wagyu steak in Japan that made him emotional. And then Chef Dominique was like, how can you talk about steak in this way and not understand why we won't eat delivery pizza? <laughs> it's the drillest, bruh. It was like, it opened my eyes to some things. I was like, you are you are a thousand bits correct. This really, is truly. Yeah, we, all, we want fresh food in every way, shape, and form, but we, we accept delivered pizza you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like playing ourselves we really are but so then danielle needed a miracle because her damn bread wasn't cooked Jesus. 
She made two loaves, which is what they probably do for everything. One thing they serve the judges and then another couple as backups. And one of them, the whole middle had sunk. Yeah, just... Which tells me, which which tells us from at this point, years of watching Bake Off, that Bacon shit wasn't done. That shit wasn't cooked. <laughs> no, not at all. Antoine's up first because he was best in brunch last week. He made injera and a lamb roulade, fool, which is a turmeric braised bean. Mm. Uh, Chef Dominique loved the injera. The presentation could have been more exciting. Will said the concept was cool, but he wished it was like a big fatty wrapped in foil, like a big burrito. And Dan said it was fundamentally exciting. All really good feedback, feedback. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none of that sounds like you've done something wrong. The only thing they said was like, it was a little precious and a sort of more fun, yeah. fine dining. Right. Yeah, exactly. But that's not and- bad. I guess it's bad when you expect a donut in a box. Sure. And and so they just didn't get what they wanted. Well, maybe he should have put them holes on a stick. Yo. Bruh, he would have killed it. Mm-hmm. Just sideways, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, hor- mm-hmm. on the horizon of the- it would have been all day. That would have been perfect. Fuck, Nick, you should have. I know. <laughs> Look how he needed me. A story of my life. All right. Uh, Daniel made tamago tofu, which is egg tofu with rice. (laughs) That's what he made. (laughs) Sola said the flavors were cool, but like, is this a viral dish? You can slowly watch her start steaming right here. Mm -hmm. From here. (laughs) forward for the rest of this starter it was not a good time for sola and it was going fast will said that he thought it was awesome and beautiful but yeah, of chef dominique they said lo- right will Th- love this right here this right here was when my man pulled the, yeah he put the fucking heat out he said i would eat this and then i would forget it <laughs> how hard is that i would just quit <laughs> cooking like i would never cook again yeah <laughs> Like, your shit is forgetful. And Dan said that it was, like, missing magic and it wasn't special enough. Because, like, really, it was, like, the... the rice. Yes. The technique was impressive, but I don't give a fuck about technique if I'm coming up to the food truck to eat something. I just want to eat it. Like, there's this chicken in D.C., honeymoon chicken. I have been officially influenced because they had it on the TikTok with them buttery-ass rolls looking like they came straight from heaven, honey dusted and drizzled chicken. I was like, oh, I must, I must have it. There's no universe where I could see a piece of egg block with rice and be like, oh, I'm going. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're drunk. (laughs) But then I would just make some eggs and rice at the house. But also, I don't know, maybe my palate is not sophisticated enough in the particular kind of Asian cuisine that Daniel makes, because really nothing he's made, I've wanted to taste. That That is a point that I don't know why I've never thought about. Yeah. He's never made anything that made me go, inspired me to want to try making it. 
or like make yes. you want to research it at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay, mm-hmm. with her overly presentational jasmine tea, lobster and shrimp stuffed shumai with chili oil, whittier and shiitake mushrooms. And then she cried. Yes. And told a story that we have heard now four times from chefs who are not Jay. And I'm not saying that she's lying. And I'm not saying that this wasn't her personal experience. But I am saying it struck me as odd that six weeks in, this is the first time we've seen her be like, I used to get made fun of for eating shumai. First of all, who packs shumai for a steamed dumpling that you have to like eat hot or reheat for lunch? And I get that maybe she was saying in general, I ate this type of food and, you know, kids made fun of me. I can totally see that happen. But it was in this moment that I was like, something about her feels very inauthentic to me. Yeah. It, the whole time we've been, we, we, we've gone from what's up, the, the, just her, her little, her little slang, her little, you know, AAVE. And, and then, and then it's like, uh, it's just been bothering us about her corniness. And we just, I think it's finally just come down to it. That's what it is. It's, she, she ain't, she fake. Yeah. I think she putting too much on it. Yeah. I man. believe her, but I don't believe her. Correct. Do you know what I'm saying? Which she's I hate Drake. to... Yes, yes, say that, say that. <laughs> she's the Drakeness of the show. <laughs> because Drake is a character that has been created by Aubrey Graham. Yes. Who is a very talented actor. And Ooh. I don't compliment that man very often. So I'm telling you from my heart that he's a hilarious comedian and a great actor. Uh, and I feel like a shitty person for saying that I don't believe her, but I don't. I just don't. Will said something really nice to her, like basically, fuck them kids. Now they're watching you. And then they overdubbed. They overdubbed his voice saying HBO Max in post because they probably didn't know what network it was going to when they <laughs> shot it. <laughs> You'll be great on HBO Max. <laughs> uh, dumb, uh, sorry, Sola, with the, with the whole truth, we've seen a dumpling from you before. And because they loved her chili oil the first time, she really thought, like, I'm going to do it again. And that, I don't... I, yeah, I didn't. I don't think it was a good idea. Dominique said it's good, but it's not too special. And Dan said it was absolutely delicious, but it was not a challenge. Yeah. All right, Roman. Oh God, <coughs> he made a chili con queso tamale uh, with cashew queso. Dominique, nice and creamy, soft. But it's just a tamale. And then Dan said that you should like innovate the way people see an item. Which I think is like probably something y'all should have told them before. Yes. The challenge. But see, that's what I was saying. I was like, maybe they didn't get, maybe that instructions just didn't do what it needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, can you ask a question if you're unsure? (laughs) 
Can we pause the cameras? Like, I think I need to ask some questions. Oh my gosh. Oh God. And then this is when Sola completely lost her shit. She was, was like, over. they played a safe and I'm going to get really mad if we get a slice of fucking banana bread. <laughs> oh, and then a whole ass loaf of banana bread came out. They didn't know how to slice the shit. Chef Dominique had to get up and show them how to do it. I was concerned that the shit was just going to be raw on the inside. And she, you know, to her credit, was like, I am so embarrassed to serve you what I'm about to serve you. But she didn't cry. She took it on the chin and was like, yeah. here it is. Because it probably wasn't awful. I, I I did find it also like, I, th- I, thought, I thought it had been made relatively clear to everybody involved. Don't come through with no store-bought shit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what she did would come through was with a with a with, with Nutella, and I'm like, did you do anything to make this Nutella special? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, no, she did not. And so I, I hope for the remainder of the, this season. There's only a couple episodes left that there nobody come through with some store bought. No more, because yeah. Sola was about to like lock the cabinet up after Bruh. the second week. <laughs> uh, so Danielle made our chocolate hazelnut spread stuffed banana bread <laughs> with candied whole hazelnuts. Sola, did you make the spread? <laughs> she was mad. She was so hot. But she did. It was a really good banana bread, but it was just banana, banana bread. bread. And I think she thought stuffing it with the the Nutella would be a lick. Now, if she had made that hazelnut spread, we might be having a different conversation. For sure. But even I, then, I don't think so. it's still banana bread stuffed with hazelnut spread, you know. I, mean, I think I think has she instead made made a uh, maybe a caramel cream or something to fill it with because she could have made that from scratch. You would have had a more of a bananas foster kind of vibe, a bananas foster banana bread. Oh, that's just that's it's just flying. It's just fly enough and and a little more <sighs> than you put some Nutella between some. Bread, man, come on, man. <laughs> it, it, I don't, I don't, I don't think any kind of bread or nothing like that. Would have been sexy. Honestly, I, I kind of feel like even though she's done so well for this this competition, they did a disservice by not voting her off this week. Yeah. She should have made like a banana bread French toast. But a big old cube or something. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do it. Like you gotta do a mage, you know what I'm saying? And something it was it was nothing sexy or appealing about anything she did this week. And no. the fact of the matter is like 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 we've been saying the whole episode, they talked her up like super super hard, and she made banana bread, and yeah. half like it was sunken in, which means it wasn't done. Even though like it was something in the middle of it, it still shouldn't look like that. Yeah. Uh, Dan called them all forward and was basically like, "Y'all sucked. Nobody <laughs> did the fucking challenge." Uh, like I really liked Dominic liked Antoine's lamb, and Dan was like Antoine was the only one who thought about the hook. Correct. Sola was mad at everybody because they embarrassed them in, in front, front of company. A company. <laughs> so Will was like, "Yo, we're redoing this challenge." And he said everything was delicious, but nothing was remarkable, innovative, 
or photogenic. So they were only going to judge the main, which is why I kind of disagree with y'all on the Danielle situation. They're not that this was thrown out. Nobody True, made a point to say that. Nobody was being judged off of this at all this week. And then they've added some time, so they gave them two and a half hours to do this shit over again. And then Sola ordered coffee with milk and a damn whiskey. This milk and whiskey thing that keeps happening is upsetting me and my homegirl. <laughs> my stomach bubbling. Bubbling. <laughs> I do not understand. Uh, so Dan did the walk around this time and uh, Roman keeps saying Chuko style, Chuko style. And I tried to Google it and came up short. So I'm guessing that means like a, an El Paso way to make Mexican food. I do not know. I could not find anything on Chuko style. Cooking. Is, is it like the name of his uh, spot down there? No, I wrote the name of his spot. It's either this week or n- I don't know. I did write the name of his spot okay. though, but um so uh, he said he was making a baked potato salad, which ended up looking like just a baked potato in the final product. Uh, Daniel pissed me off because mm. he stole the idea that they gave Antoine in the judging, which is probably why Antoine didn't make a big like burrito style in Jarrah's situation because Daniel was like, I'm about to make a burrito. Yeah. Hmm. I did not think of that. This that is straight trash. Is the one thing that Daniel made that I was like, oh bitch. Cause it's it was a it's a you know Japanese uh style pancake, but full of Korean fried chicken and oh uh, yeah I was Korean fried smashed. chicken is my shit. Yeah I'd have smashed. And then I felt really bad for him because he said he never felt love or comfort from his parents unless it was in the context of achieving something. And that shit hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Hmm. Unfortunately, I've kind of gave him a distance since you told me to watch out for him. Right. I, I I was unable to feel for him. No, he made me mad when he when he stole for Antoine's idea. But then when he made that comment, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of fucked up." Um. So, Antoine, here I go helping you again. Should have made a Dorowat wrapped in injera like a burrito. Yeah, because they loved his Dorowat the first time around, and since we repeating shit. <laughs> Jay. Hmm. Oh shit. Anyway, Dan came back from the walk around very optimistic and Will was like giddy at the idea of what everybody was making. And then Roman pulled them ribs out the oven and them shits looked like somebody had already eaten them. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, he, uh, but then he was able to like trim them up and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, th- I thought they looked good on the plate. Yes, yes. Yeah. Also, uh, everything looked good I, as a whole, his presentation. Yeah. yeah. This is something I've been saying for a very long time. And I think they kind of were, were saying something similar to it. And that is, uh, we got to quit calling mm-hmm. vegan shit. Vegan chicken, replacing. Or, yeah. yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. Get that shit his own name and his own swag. Motherfuckers is trying to not eat ribs. 
Right. Don't call them shits ribs. Exactly. I totally just, agree. Yeah, it's like we just, just I don't know. I don't know what the name should be, and I don't know what needs to occur there. But constantly calling stuff, it's vegan this and vegan that. Like, mm-hmm. no, bro, it's none of those things. It, it's, I guess it's trying to stand in for it, but there's no need for you to say vegan chicken wings. It's just I not. totally agree. Speaking of, eating sh- <laughs> Speaking of eating shit, then Daniel busted his ass. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I hope you got no camera. Oh, that's what I wanted to say about the um, feedback, the comment of heard. Uh, yes, that makes perfect sense because if you're like coming behind somebody in the kitchen and you're like corner or behind yeah. and, and a small acknowledgement of them saying heard makes yeah. total, it's like in theater when they call time, you know, uh, 15 minutes to places, the response is thank you 15. So the stage manager knows you heard them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay. Good, good data to have. How did they, did they do it in the same order as last time? Yeah, it felt like a different order, but I guess they did. No. No, because Antoine would have went first. He did go <clears> first. <throat> but I want to know, yeah, but then it went Antoine. First time it went Antoine, Daniel, but this time Danielle went second. Mm. I wonder how they picked the order the second time. Mm. I had a small issue with my man Antoine here. Uh, his dish should have been called in gyro not in gyro yeah sorry uh he made an ethiopian gyro in jera in the waffle iron and then bean puree with a flatbread so the so it was like a piece of flatbread and then the crunchy from the waffle iron in so it was like a Crunch Supreme. At, there you go. And I was like, what you got at double stack taco? Or double decker taco. <laughs> yes. Pretty much. And then inside was sauteed lamb. Um, Will fucking loved it. Sola fucking loved it. Mm. Dan fucking loved it. Everybody thought it was delicious. They loved it. Yes. Danielle came out with a damn... It's a croaking bush, but it's made with pancakes with some damn icing on top of it. And I was just like, that shit done, did not look appetizing to me. Oh, I'd have smashed. I mean, I have, would have smashed. I just, I, I, I don't think I appreciated the, uh, the the sauce that she put on there or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It, the it pink marshmallow stuff. Yeah, it looked burnt while she was cooking it. It yeah. looked like she, she was burned struggling. it. But she fixed, but she came through. Y'all just don't like Danielle. I have to. Hold on, hold on, I, that hold is on, not true. I okay. Am, mm-hmm. I'm a person who loves a scone and a biscuit. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, <laughs> it's, she's been enduring like with her self deprecation the whole time. I, also, hold on. Old Bird also said it's like making pancakes. You always got to throw the first one out. Who has to throw the first one out? <laughs> I don't because- make pancakes. I don't. Guess who had pancakes for breakfast this very morning? And I guess who's, who's pan- his first pancake? His first pancake was perfect. His third pancake, not so much. That pan was a little too hot. So <laughs> I can make I can make pancakes without ever fucking them up, and I can make them circle. I learned how to make it. Was one of those, it was like the second thing I learned how to cook after eggs. And trust me, my pancakes for a while there were scrambled. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I, I didn't know that you needed to wait, you know, say until you get some bubbles in an edge going. But once that was all locked down, I, I, no, I'm not throwing my first pancake out because I know how to cook. Yeah, no, I don't I, make pancakes. I I just didn't feel like 
honestly, I feel like a pancake is lazier or pa- well, it, it is lazier than banana nut bread. I kind of feel like, yeah, she put sprinkles and stuff on top of it, but like that wasn't more well executed than what she did before. Yeah, I feel like it was less well executed. Yeah. But I don't think it's the labor involved in making the dish. It's the the presentation of it. She made a spectacle of it. She made some homemade marshmallow fluff, lit that shit on fire. It was (laughs) pancake embouche, which is a play on like croque embouche, which is Danish style pancakes. Yeah. Uh, Evil skeevers, which is a great name. And then she had regular maple syrup. And then she made some pink coconut syrup and and i understand that but did that was it was a two and a half hour challenge yeah that was not two and a half hours worth of work correct oh, I, I have no idea i, I know she had to if, start over yeah she probably had to start up a few times but like if if we if this was british bake-off and she had those two and a half hours she would definitely be sitting on the side and everybody would have noticed that that yeah. was not two and a half hours worth of work I like editing aside, <laughs> I do feel like, you know, um, I did like her work in the past. I truly, truly feel like she should have been voted off this week. I would have fucked that uh, pancake embouche up <laughs> until my stomach hurt. <laughs> uh, Will that said it was a wild moment, and Sola said that people would get excited if they saw it. Uh, Daniel made, I tried to write this out phonetically, Okonomiyaki burrito filled Mm -hmm. with Korean barbecue chicken, gochugang curry sauce, smothered. It looks so good. (laughs) It good. It did look really good. I, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I can serve that shit up any anywhere. You could almost probably make that at a at a Waffle House if you wanted to. You know what I'm saying? You just had to yeah. have them cooking up the pancakes right. So yes, yes, please. Um, and Sola was like happy that he had fun with it. She loved it. Uh, Dan said, "You're a fucking star, asshole." Lick mm. uh, gave him a high five. I haven't seen the end, but I'm guessing this is probably who won um, the show. Will uh, said it was super original and would eat it every day. Now, if we are saying, if we're talking about labor, he really just fried some chicken. (sighs) Yeah. And made a pancake. (laughs) Oh yeah, I, I I feel you on that, but that shit, I, he it, the presentation was there. <laughs> I'm, okay. I, it was a lot of stuff on there. It was some drizzles and some sprizzles and some sprinkles and some dinkles. It was uh, uh, marshmallow also, fluff, sprinkles, flambe, coconut syrup. I have I truly have no idea how one makes a a, a, a konomiyaki. Uh, so. I just know it's got some shit going on in it. Cooked on a cabbage, meat, seafood, toppings, dried seaweed. I did see the flakes of seaweed yeah, on there. Seaweed. Uh, that burrito part. Burrito flakes. That Japanese part. mayo. Oh, and, no. pickle, and pickled ginger. 
So there's a lot oh, going on in that bitch. It, he called it a Ocarito. Yeah. Uh, when they put the camera on it, you could see the little seaweed like flying kind of from the air conditioner or whatever in the room. I just <laughs> wanted a piece. I wanted a piece so bad. I just wanted to taste it. Um, Roman actually beat Jay to hug Daniel first this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then this is when I wrote in all capital letters, corny. Because mm. yeah. she talked about being Canadian, which I think is clever. It's the most clever thing she said. But my nigga, Wu-Teen, you made a wonton, not a Wu-Ton. <laughs> yeah. Wu-Teen? <laughs> Wu-Teen? Oh, my God. Where's the woo? Where's the woo? So it's a combination of a wonton and poutine. Poutine, for anybody who doesn't know, is fries covered with brown gravy, cheese curds. Uh, uh, so wonton filled poutine with Peking beef, brown gravy, um, and vinegar. Is that a poutine it's poutine, I, I, I have eaten so much poutine in my life, stateside and in Canada, and I've never had vinegar uh, come, show up. Now you know people. I, people have put malt vinegar on their French fries, but that's yeah. more of a that's more of a chipper than uh, than you know. What I'm saying that's a that's an English vibe, not a uh, Canadian one. Yeah. Um, at first, I was like, "Where's the cheese?" But apparently, she did put cheese inside, just not like enough of it. Yeah. Um, is the poutine part the gravy? It's not the fries. Like the poutine is the gravy. It's the gravy and the cheese curds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Will said he loved the idea. Sola called her a marketing maven, but it was too salty. And then Dan was like, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Wait. I, I get what he's saying, but again, I disagree. I, I ha- again, I have literally sat in Toronto eating a plate full of of, of various poutines and uh i've not i've never had them like well this is so salty because it never has been it's always been properly made and 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 done right so maybe he eating at the salty spot and maybe he fuck with the salty spot right but nah. I, I, kinda, I kinda feel like w- what he was more trying to say was that it's over the top yeah all over the place um that makes sense like not necessarily like yes, um, Sola said it was too salty, but he was like, "Hold on, this, the 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 abundance of everything is is what we're looking for." Um, he mm-hmm. loved it so much he he was gonna he was gonna go to bat for whatever was going on with it to begin. With. True. Yeah, he said the that. idea the, the idea do sound dope. Like I said, I would love a wonton stuffed. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Some 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 poutine stuffed inside a wonton. Hell I kind of yeah. feel like I I know it. I don't know if this is. Her culture or not, but I kind of feel like an egg roll probably would have been better than the wonton. Like a little, something a little, little bit longer. Shit, with probably mm. whole ass fries in there. Like, mm. um, oh, and if you make a if you make it a big one, burrito size. Mm. Yeah, 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 just bigger than a wonton. Yeah. Shit, I might make up some some, some shit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan also said that he wanted a little cheese, but then he said there was no notes. But saying that there should be more cheese is a note. Is a note. Roman brought out paper towels. 
to serve his VBQ. I thought that was a I thought that was a tight little 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 play right there. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm I with that. I did not enjoy what he did um, because it was like a big smorgasbord of food, and it wasn't like an it item. But then, like, I get it. Like, if you're doing this vegan barbecue and people want that sort of thing, it would bring people into a restaurant. To but I feel like. Like Sola was saying, like if I came over to your house and you put this down on the table, I'm throwing down. Um, but I guess that is the sort of thing that people would go to a restaurant for, especially if you're vegan and you miss this sort of like backyard barbecue thing. So uh, par- BBQ Pardia, black bean and jackfruit rib with ancho chili barbecue sauce, cebolitas, which are long green onions and charo greens. And then he put queso on the board because he wanted to show his queso again. And <laughs> he, then, proud of, he proud of that cashew queso. <laughs> okay. It was just a lot of shit going on. It was ribs. It was not necessarily a potato salad. It just looked like a bunch of baked potatoes. Yeah. Green, a, a bowl of greens. I don't... You eat barbecue ribs and greens together? Maybe they're doing that part of Texas. I was just feeling it. It's this one restaurant that I, um, I think it's called the. I, I forget. I'm like I'm not gonna even try to fuck it up. But it's like a supposed to be like McDonald's, but everything mm. is vegan there. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of dig if you know he it would have been more towards that style. It's like, hey, I got this, this, and this. Uh, or if you would have did a kind of almost Taco Bell style or something like that, or yeah, but I think it just felt disjointed to me. It didn't feel like I could go to a restaurant and order this item. It was like here's some ribs, here's some greens, here's some queso and tortilla chips, and then also here's baked potatoes. And I was, it just felt like so much shit. Like if he had just done a rib plate with like, I don't know, that queso threw me off. It really threw so, me so- off. When uh when Dan visited him in the kitchen for the second round, he, he said, "I want this to be like a number one at your restaurant." Yeah. So, so I, I think that's kind of what he was aiming for. Like, okay, this will be if you were to go into my restaurant and order, this will be you know number one on the menu. Yeah, if I, like I said, if I was at the house and and then he put this out on the table like a backyard barbecue or a dinner party, or whatever, I I I would try everything. It just felt like a weird combination. <laughs> it just felt like a weird combination of food to eat together. Um, yeah, because like he had, it was like random pepper. It was, I understand like you were supposed to eat it all together. He had like pickle red onions. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to say, like um, for example, um, with with Danielle, like. Yes, pickled onions, you got to pickle them. But, like, that's only, like, really one one step. Um, he had, like, whole charred peppers. That's just, like, really one step. Uh, like potatoes all the, in the oven. Yes. It the was most like, remarkable thing he made was those ribs and that queso. Yes. Because they talked about that queso. Uh, they really I really liked ta- it. I wanted to taste that shit. I mean, I really mm-hmm. did. I really do. I, I like make some nachos, time. make some loaded nachos with like your jackfruit as like marinated beef, whatever, you know, I think he really wanted to show his, his technique on these ribs and it worked because they loved he, them. He legit should have did 
uh, Guy Fieri's trash can nachos for that bitch. He should have mm-hmm. got the, uh, you know, got the big ass can and stacked them high, and then like did the jackfruit layer, like everything. If he would have took all those separate elements, he did. And stacked it up high, like that would have been, that would have been the presentation. That would have been like that would have been everything. That's probably it, like uh, offensive to his culture. The damn uh, trash can nachos. <laughs> Those trash can nachos was fucking banging. <laughs> um. So they and Solo was like, I feel like I'm at your house, and they just were really so happy that everyone did so well. Um. Except for that, like, they wish they would have done that well in front of Fun the guest. Um, so the, the the conversation for Best in Brunch, Dan obviously throws out Jay. Mm. Will threw out Daniel and, and Roman. Um, and then for the who's going home conversation, this is kind of what pissed me off. Mm, more um, pissed. Yeah, because so we're just judging on this dish. Just this one. So Danielle is in the bottom because uh, they said it was like one step away from total success. But Antoine, what was, what did he do wrong? Exactly. The fact that they were like, well, he's at the bottom. I'm like, get the fuck right out of here. In, in both in both situations. And in fact, the only person y'all gave any love to for the first, in the first situation was Antoine. Get right. out. No, leave. Right. He, y'all just decided that shit. And, and I, like I, he, he should have got an advantage in a, the second situation. He should have got yeah. something because, yeah. um, other than Will, which I'm gonna almost go out of my way to say, Will has almost never said anything that snippy or negative to anybody, but right. was kind of negative to Antoine. It was just like they. It just feel like they. He pretty much won the first competition. Wasn't recognized for that. And then yeah. stepped his game up, did what he was asked to do, and they shit it on him again. Yep. And in my notes, I wrote, Danielle should have gone home, but I get why she needs to make the semifinal if we're talking about <laughs> the show as a whole. As because a she's best show. dressed. Because I, as a viewer, would be very confused as to why she wasn't in the semifinal. But what happened was... Roman did really well. And so he mm. fucked it up for her. Because Roman probably wasn't expected to be in this conversation. Had I picked from the beginning, the very first episode, they fucked with Roman tough. But he kind of middled his way. Did he ever win Best in Brunch one time? Mm-mm. Did he win? No. I think he might have won no. once. Did he win? Mm-mm. No. It was like Daniel, like Daniel, like the first two, right? Yeah, and then Danielle won, Antoine won. And Jay won. And Jay won. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's ever won. So I don't think that anybody was expecting Roman to do well enough to get himself into the semifinal. So then it put them in a very peculiar position to where they were going to have to send Danielle home. And I just, as a viewer, I would have been very unsatisfied for a semifinal without Danielle because I think that she's done well enough throughout the competition that I want to see her at least go for the win. Um, I do feel like Danielle, I can see her have um, discount cookware at Big Lots in a couple years. I most feel definitely. Like that's, that's, she's definitely on that wave. Most definitely. 
Daniel won, but he wasn't quite sure that he won because of the way they announced the win. <laughs> Me? Uh, he literally had to ask. Yeah. Uh, and then nobody went home because how can you really send somebody home when you really only are judging on one one dish? Yeah. I thought that was the right decision. I'll allow for, we have to well no no not I will I, we we simply have to allow for it but like I said I think they play I think they straight up play my man Antoine out I agree uh, I think it's racial yeah that's because that's what it is to be black in America it's always racial yeah <laughs> so <laughs> but I also was like mm, let's okay let's say let's say they send uh, one person on next week then we'll have four in the finals. Final four, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It all works. Yeah. Good play on everything, so it yeah. should be okay. And I, I think that as much as they say they're only judging one thing, they have to have some consideration for previous challenges. They have to. It's not. It would not be fair because then we would have the situation of my man, Jurgen. I never, ever forgive them for that shit. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the only thing that made me feel better, it was only one thing. And I took a picture of it. Is when they were uh, um, eating Daniel's food, they continue to eat it. Yeah, they, yeah. Like, like <laughs> over and over. Like, usually when I, I've, I've watched so many different shows, I've never seen them eat as much as um, an item as that in my life. As like even from watching Chopped and all that stuff, like. Uh, I, I, I took a picture of I'll send it to you guys in a little bit. Like Dan was still eating that shit. Yeah. And that was the only thing after my second watch, uh like my second watch today, where I was just like, okay, I'm at that shit took me off the um edge a little bit. There's been another time when Dan like just smashed something. <laughs> like he just was like, I took this shit down. Like all of it, every bit of it, and um, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, next episode I've already watched. I've got a lot to say about it. I'm, I can't wait to discuss it with you all here. Uh, this this is almost over. I'm I'm excited to watch the last episode. Um, but next week, yeah. I've got a lot to say about next week. <laughs> well, I'll make sure I'll watch it three times. Yeah. This has been Crimpetissier presents The Big Brunch. I am Nick Jew. That's T. Yep. That's Aunt. Good night. Um, there's some housekeeping stuff that I don't really have memorized yet, so I'm going to let my man <laughs> over there take care of that. Uh, you know what it is. Uh, uh, you can follow us all on uh, on on the Twitters. Just holler at us if you, if you are so inclined. Uh, I post about the show on Skims of of uh, IG, and that's because I just refuse to make another IG. I just cannot. So yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, email if you want to hit us up on the email. It's podcast at sagecrunchymilk dot com. Phone number is two one six two six four six three one one. Not with text. <laughs> Who knew? <What? laughs> 
So if you are, if you are, like I said, if you don't want to call, if you're, some people just be like, man, I don't want to be stumbling over my words and messing up and having to, you know, hit you back, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. Sit, sit and write something out and you can hit it on, just text it from your phone. You know what I'm saying? Nothing to it. Extra breezy. Thanks to uh, Frank for figuring that out for us. He hooked it. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, you know what it is. We'll be back here for the next couple of weeks at least. So that's what's up. Yes. Uh, Check, please. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, this shit is so perfect. <laughs> what happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.